0: When you're new to real estate investing, the thought of making an offer and filling out the paperwork and writing a contract can seem daunting. Thoughts of messing it up or forgetting something can be intimidating. That's how I felt when I first got started about 15 years ago. But honestly, once you understand the mechanics of what's included in a contract and after a little practice, it's actually pretty easy. In this video, I'm going to show you the least you need to know to making an offer on your first investment property. Hi, it's Jerry Norton, and in this video, I wanna help you feel confident when making offers on investment properties. First of all, a few things that you need to know before we dive into the mechanics and what's included in an offer. Number one, making offers is the lifeblood to your real estate investing business. The more offers you make, the more deals you'll get, and the more money you'll make. Making offers needs to become second nature. You need to be able to do it in your sleep. Watch this video where I show how to make 100 offers in a month in a fraction of the time. Number two, real estate is governed state by state. That means each state is going to have their own rules and their own nuances when it comes to the legality of a contract. It's your job to learn those nuances in the state where you are investing in real estate and always seek competent legal advice when buying and selling real estate. What I'll share with you on this video are the general concepts that apply everywhere. Now, before we get into it, it's important that you stay to the end of this video because I'm going to share with you a tip for choosing the best contract to use for writing your offers. And if you want to make more money and less time investing in real estate, so you can live your dream life, subscribe to my YouTube channel and be sure to click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Okay, so let's break down the five things to include when making an offer to buy investment property. The first is pretty obvious and that's the price you're offering. Now keep in mind, price is not the only thing that the seller considers when deciding to accept your offer as you'll learn in a minute. The second thing your offer should include is what we call the terms or the payment method. Now there are three different methods of payment. First is cash, and we call this an all-cash offer. The technical definition of an all-cash offer is that the funds are liquid, like they're sitting in a checking account or they're under the mattress. But what it really means is that the offer is not subject to bank financing. So that means hard money and private money can be considered cash, which are two forms of investment capital. Now you may want to let the seller know that you're using hard money to fund the purchase, but I typically don't. Now the second method of payment is traditional bank financing. This form of payment means that your offer is subject to the bank approval, meaning that you've just created a contingency or a way to legally not perform on the contract. If you don't get the bank financing approval, then you don't have to buy the property. This can be seen as a negative to the seller. The third type of payment is what we call creative financing, which are alternative ways to control real estate without cashing out the seller. On this video, we're not going to go into all of the details, but this includes strategies such as seller financing, land contracts, subject to, lease options, and so on. Now, the next thing your offer needs to address is what's called consideration or good faith or more commonly known as earnest money. This is a specified amount of money that is held in escrow to show your good faith to buy the property. Now, if you don't perform on terms of the contract and all of the contingencies have been removed i'll talk about contingencies in a minute then the seller gets to keep your earnest money deposit now to learn how not to pay an earnest money deposit when making offers watch this video and to learn how not to pay an earnest money deposit when wholesaling houses Watch this video. So how much should you pay for earnest money? Well, there is no rule. It's whatever you and the seller agree to, but typically $500 to $1,000 is acceptable. Now, the fourth thing your offer should include are any contingencies. The two biggest contingencies are financing, which we've already discussed, and an inspection contingency. This means that you as the buyer have a window of time to make sure that the condition of the property is satisfactory. If during the inspection time, you discover issues with the property, you can either ask the seller to fix those items you can ask the seller for concessions for those items, or you can simply back out of your contract and get your earnest money released. Typically, inspection contingencies can be anywhere from three to 10 days. But keep in mind, when buying investment properties, it's important to let the seller know that you're buying the property as is. That means you're not gonna come back and ask for concessions to replace you know, carpet and paint. The inspection should be for big ticket items like structural or roof or things like that. And there could be other inspections like termite or pool, etc. Now, number five is the closing, meaning what date are you agreeing to close on the sale of the property? Typically, closings are 30 days, but can happen anywhere from 24 hours to past 30 days. But you want to make sure that you spell out in your contract when you're going to close. Like I said earlier, if you don't close on the agreed date and all other contingencies have been removed, you could forfeit your earnest money deposit. Now, those are the top five things that you need in your contract. There are some secondary things as well to consider, such as the seller acceptance deadline. This is how long the seller has to accept your offer, how closing costs are paid. You know, every state has generally accepted rules as to who pays the different costs between the buyer and the seller, such as title insurance, home warranties, prorations, etc. Keep in mind, all closing costs are negotiable, so it's whatever you and the seller agree on. Also, I'm assuming that that you're requesting clear title and a warranty deed to ensure you're buying a property that doesn't have any title issues or outstanding liens on it. And of course, make sure to fill out any state required disclosures, such as seller disclosure or a lead paint disclosure. Now, I'm glad you stayed to the end of this video. Here's a tip on which contract to use. First of all, if you're buying a property that's on market, meaning listed for sale with a real estate agent, then you really don't have anything to worry about. They'll make sure that you're using all the correct state approved paperwork. Where it gets tricky, is when you're buying a property that's off market and you're dealing directly with the seller without agent representation. Now, Here's what I do. I just use my standard purchase and sale agreement, which addresses all of the major concerns I talked about in this video. I use the same contract in all 50 states wherever I'm investing. Then once I have an executed contract with the seller, I get my paperwork to the local title or attorney that's gonna handle the closing and ask them what additional paperwork is needed to meet the state compliance. And that's it. Now, disclaimer, always seek competent legal counsel when buying and selling real estate. But if you have my all-inclusive deal management software system called Flipster, then you get my Offer Generator Pro software, which fills out your contracts and emails them directly to the sellers in a matter of minutes. So if you're into flipping houses, then check it out. The link is in the description. And if you wanna make more money and less time investing in real estate so that you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Finally, be sure to watch this next video where I'm gonna break down how to get the best price when buying investment properties without budging on your price. Now this is super important because as I explained in this video, there's more that a motivated seller looks at than just price. And there's other ways to use the other items in the contract to strengthen your offer. So watch that video right now and I'll see you on the next video.